The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What's up? It is Cowboys Storyline. It's Friday the 13th. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Never seen any of those movies, by the way. Uh, but um, you know what? I mean, you want a you want a, a suspense thriller movie? I mean, just just watch this team. You know, we got we got got some comedy, got some drama, got some uh, definitely some some action, uh, suspense all the time. You never know how this thing's gonna go. So let's let's figure this thing out. It is Cowboy Storyline. So you give me a call eight eight eight. 855-2297. This will be our last show before the game. Monday, we don't do shows uh, on Monday. Most of us will be in uh, L.A. for the game. going to be a long night. Now, we will be back Tuesday. And just, just, so you, just so you know what the lineup is going to be, we, we do kind of shake it up after the um the the break i mean after the the bye week um we'll have a we'll have one show on tuesday just as normal so i'll I'll be in here on tuesday after the game i'll be really tired probably a little cranky but that's okay um and then on wednesday well we actually will have a mix uh show all the shows will be mixed around the host will stay the same everybody else will be a little bit different on this show uh i will be here nate newton will be joining us uh here he's he's asked me once or twice or 44 times to be on the show. So we're going to do that well, on Wednesday and then also on the following Monday after the bye week. Uh, so my sh- my mix-up uh, show will be uh, Nate Newton. We'll take calls uh, with him. Should be a lot of fun. Um, all right, let's get let's get right to the calls. Let's go get after it here today. All right, first caller will be Gary in New Mexico. Gary, what's up? Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm in a lot better frame of mind than I was the other day. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's early in the season. So, in memory of the late, great Walt Garrison, my dad's favorite player, okay. and my second favorite, number 32. Skandrick? I'm on my second favorite, number 32. Was Skandrick so, one? No, no, Dennis Thurman, baby. Okay. kidding. <laughs> Dennis Thurman was my favorite, 32. That's another call, though. Yeah. So, I'm going to give the fans a little historical hopium. All right. In memory of the late Walt Garrison, because history does have a way of kind of repeating itself sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you go, you go back to the Cowboys' very first Super Bowl season. That would be 1970. Now, that's a little before my time, mm-hmm. but I know the history, right? right. So the Cowboys, back in 1970, that Cowboys roster, looking back on it, it's loaded with Hall of Fame players, great coach, all of that. But nobody knew that at the time. At the time, that team had done nothing. They were simply known as next year's champions. They right. were a lot like this team today. A lot of talent, a lot of regular season wins, couldn't get over the hump in the playoffs. Well, that 1970 Cowboys squad started the season 3-1, and one, just like this year. Their only loss was a road loss in week three to the Cardinals, mm. kind of similar to this year. In week five, they went on the road to play the Minnesota Vikings, who at that time were the defending NFC champions and were considered by the experts to be the best team in the NFC. And that was considered at that time for Dallas to be a major test. Let's see how good they really are. Well, Dallas went up to Minnesota in that week five game, and they got beat 54-13. to Wow. That's worse than what San Francisco just did to them. Okay. But that Cowboy team rebounded. They got it together. 
You know, and people forget that was that team was quarterbacked by Craig Morton. Roger mm-hmm. Staubach wasn't even starter yet. But that team rebounded, got it together, ended up getting to a Super Bowl. So my question for you, does this team, you're around this team, you, you know okay. them a lot better than we do. Do you think these guys in the locker, I think they have the talent. Do they have the character to overcome and get to where they want to go? Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Gary. Um, yeah, Gary is in a different mood uh, than Tuesday. I don't know if you remember too, it was a Tuesday's call about the defense. Um, it was it was good. I mean, it was it was uh, heated, but you know, it's what I said earlier this week. I love this. I, I, I absolutely love it because it proves my point about how the cycle of the week goes on, and then you get to Wednesday, Thursday, you get to Friday. Now we're starting to have a little bit more hope again. It's just football. That's what it does. It just kind of sucks you back in. Love it and hate it all at the same time. All right. Good good analogies there. I mean, good. I mean, that's a, that's a, you're going back in, in the history a little bit, but still, I mean, um, your basic question is does this team have what it takes mentally to get there? And, you know, until they show that they don't have the resolve, I'm going to bank on it. I mean, that that's what they've done. Every time that they've lost the last couple of years, they've come back. And not only come back, but they've come back, played well. Uh, and they've beaten some good teams in there. It's not like they just get lucky and it's like, oh, okay, well, they get the Falcons or something like that the next week or whatever every time. I mean, they're playing some good football teams. And here's another one that I think is pretty good. So they're going to have to score some points to get there. Uh, they're averaging, after a loss, they're averaging, I think, 36 points a game. Um, is that going to be enough to win this game? I mean, we'll see. Because um, I think it will be a shootout. But but uh, for your point, big picture stuff, I think so. I mean, I think the Cowboys have it. I just think they've got to get they've got to get there this week. I think being three and three going into the bye week could be tough. It really, I really do think that's going to be a big big hurdle. I think they've got to win this game. If you want to throw it in the must win category this early in the year, go for it because I think it's that important. All right. Greg in Sacramento is our next caller. Greg, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Nick? Um, man, I just got to say, I love what you guys are doing with this show. The break used to be my favorite show, but now I've got two favorites. It's the break and it's storyline. So I'll take it. I'll uh, take it, Ty. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, basically, I, I know we're, we're kind of done talking about the Niners, but I have one more question about the Niners. I mean, I'm the, I'm the only Cowboys fan in my family. That's, and everybody else is Niners fans, so I've been hearing about this all week. <laughs> it was a really extra tough loss for me, but yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I know we're in a copycat league, right? And the, the right. Niners did a play with Kittle where they, you know, they threw to they did like some kind of flea flicker type thing, mm-hmm. threw it to Kittle for the touchdown, right? So my question is, we have a fullback in Tyler Lipke, right? Or I don't know, right? Tyler, anyway, Lipke, right. Hunter, Hunter Lipke, yeah, or, Hunter Lipke. There we go. Are we able to use him like how the 49ers used Yushek? Because I remember seeing Yushek in that game. His name came up a lot with a, lot. a bunch of different plays. So I'm wondering, can the 49 can the Cowboys, you know, utilize um, Licky like how they use uh, Yushek? And then yeah. I have my kids here, and they wanted to they wanted to say something real quick. Okay. Say so, louder. They didn't hear you. How about them Cowboys? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hello, kids. That's <laughs> uh, awesome. That's awesome, man. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks for the call, Greg, and and, and family. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. Um, yesterday, when the show ended, I went back and talked to to Chris in the studio, and the phone was ringing, so I picked it up, and it was Greg, and he was like, "Did I miss the show?" And I was like, "Yeah, you missed this one. Call back tomorrow." And he said, "What time?" And I said, "Right before ten o'clock, about nine fifty-five." 
He wasn't the first one. Gary beat him by a couple of seconds, but he, he did call, sure enough. So I, I answered again today. That's I've only done that a couple of times. It might have to be a thing, though. Go back and answer the phone for Chris as he's switching shows from you know, from the uh, first show, uh, Talking Cowboys. They like to go overtime a lot. Um, all right, so good question. You check. I, I think he's developed over the years into this role. I mean, I don't think he, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think he just came, you know, came onto the team and was like, all right, this is the role. This is what he does. I think players like that, you kind of figure out what they can do. Like, what is he? Is he fullback? Is he tight end? And then he just kind of, you know, just kind of morphs into this role that, that really works for what they're doing and, and their system and all that. It's not for everybody. Um, that's why there's not a lot of fullbacks in the league. you got to be able to do it. So just to say, hey, Hunter Lipke, that's your role. Be that guy. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he's ready for that, but he, he he will continue to develop into that, and they like what they've seen, and he's handled everything that they've done. I think for him to be that type of guy, he needs to be – I think Juszczyk has tight in – uh, like hands. I think I think he's got some route running to him. He's probably not the greatest athlete, and they've got Kittles to do some of that kind of stuff. But I think he's got some H-back type tight end stuff that Lipke probably hasn't had to do because he was really a running back. He's not really a fullback. He's a running back. So he has to kind of get into that role. But why not Why not continue to do that? Because he he's so far, he's been able to, to handle everything that they've given him. All right. Good stuff uh, so far. Uh, let's go to the line in North Carolina. We got Otis, first time caller. Otis in North Carolina. What's up, man? Hey, Nick. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Um, so after last week's uh, game, I kind of lost a lot of confidence in the defense. Um, and it was one of, I hadn't listened to any shows this week because it's been one of those one of those weeks where everybody was kind of on me. You know, all your all your friends back home started getting on you about the loss. But um, this um, this Test against Kellen Moore's offense. Um, this is a very high-powered offense. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find the conf- all the confidence in the world to uh, see what's going to happen next when it comes out, what, what they're going to do, especially with the injuries. You know, I think Leighton mm-hmm. Vanderesh's injury is, is really big. Yeah. And um, kind of see how they're going to um, respond to that. So um, I'm hoping for, for a win because Monday's my birthday. And all I'm right. I'm going to win on my birthday. But um, I, I, what do you think about, you know, their, their game plan as far as maybe moving, moving Mike at his spot or – what what their defensive plan may be going on. Yeah, forward. I think I, thanks for the call, Otis, and happy birthday on Monday. Um, of course, we got some birthdays going around here with uh, Jerry Jones' birthdays today. Will McClay, I heard Jesse Holly's birthday as well, but uh, I know for sure Jerry Jerry Jones, Will McClay, and Otis on Monday. Uh, let's see if the Cowboys can give you a, a happy birthday. Um, the defense, you know. It, rightfully so. I mean, the confidence of the defense has is, is changed a lot. I mean, I mean, th- think about it. I mean, where we were five weeks ago, zero points against the Giants, 10 points against the Jets. Um, and, then, and then Arizona just kind of stunned them. And they came back with, what, three against New England and then a 42. So what, what, what is this? What is this team? Um, it, it's hard to figure that out. And so now you're going up against a, an offensive coordinator that's, that's, he wants this one. I mean, he's had two weeks to sit here and dial things up, and he's gone up against them in practice. He knows how to, how to, how to attack them. Uh, does he have the, the weapons to do it? Does he have the quarterback to do it? Um, you know, I know Herbert's having a, a good season so far. Um, we're going to find out about Justin Herbert. You know, I'll be honest. I've never really looked at him and, and, and been like, dang, that guy. You know, I mean, I know that he's drafted high and he's got the the build and the arm and all that stuff. But uh, 
he's got some Kirk Cousins in it to me as far as like you see the stats and all that. But at the end of the day, I mean, does he does he have what it's take you know what it takes to get them over the over the hump? So we'll we'll see. You know, we'll see if Kellen can help him mature as a quarterback. I mean, he helped Dak uh, obviously, and I, and I think that he can do the same. Um, I, Micah is going to have to play. I, I think Micah will play different positions in, in this game. There's a lot of talk about that. Uh, he he is going to rush the passer. He still has to rush the passer, but I think he has to do that and get there from from different spots on the field. Some some at linebacker. Uh, this might be like the last time they played the Chargers up there in week two. You know, he did some linebacker stuff. He also rushed the passer for the first time. So it might be a game like that where we see a little bit more linebacker and um, rushing the passer. All right, let's go to Rebecca in Minnesota. First-time caller, Rebecca. Hello. Are you there? I'm here. How's it going? It's going. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Cowboy hey, Storyline. Yeah, thanks for my call. Enjoy the new show. I want primarily worried about the injury back Try that again. I didn't. I don't think I heard you correctly. Say say that one more time. I'm wondering if you think that they might try to do something before the trade deadline to hmm. maybe fill some of the holes with these uh, injuries that are mounting up, specifically defense. What would you do? Really starting to get nervous. What would you what do? Would I? Yeah, if you were GM, I mean, like you don't have to say players or anything, but what, 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 what do you think that they like? Oh, I, you know, I'd love to have this spot a little bit better. What would you do if you had the chance to to make a trade? Well, I mean, I feel like we're more injured on the defense. So I feel like I'm scared or more nervous about that mm-hmm. position wise. But I definitely think that our offense is what probably we need more skill position wise. I don't especially offensive uh, linemen. Um, I think maybe an additional running back. I feel like Pollard needs somebody else, um, a tight end, maybe even quarterback. <laughs> oh, 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 we're going there. We're going there for a trade. Okay, They've already done that. They've already no, done that no, with I'm just, But I'm in all seriousness. So yeah. I, do, I was wondering if you think that there is something there that uh, okay. maybe just to help with these injuries that are mounting up. Because like I said, I feel like they're kind of – I, starting to get alarming there. I agree. I agree. Well, thanks so much for the call, Rebecca. Um, you yep. know, and, and you know, trade deadline is is always one where it's not so much about just getting another player in. I think it also helps the rest of the team to kind of say like, we're going for this. You know, like like in baseball, it's a really big deal. Like at the trade deadline, to decide which way are you going? Are you gonna are you adding and trying to go for this? Or are you gonna trade? some of your you know top players for for young guys and build for the future. I mean, which way are you headed here? And I don't, it's not so much that way in the NFL cuz you know you everybody it's a long season still and you, and you and you you know you still have a lot of football to go, but I do think it gives everybody a boost to know, hey, we're 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 trying to do something here. We're going to try to make a make a play, add a guy. Um and, and not all positions you can just add in midseason and they just plug right in and play. I think it. I think on defense you could do that a little bit more because there's more rotating there. Maybe receiver, maybe running back. If the right running back situation came came on, I mean, I, I have no problems with Rico Dowdle, but I think that you need a different back to maybe help with with Pollard. So if something like that came along, I, I think I'd be interested. Tied in, I just don't see that happening. They got young guys; they want to develop them. Um, I don't see a, a situation you would just grab a tight end that could come right in and help, and then he he jumps all the other guys that you have. 
that one's probably going to have to be what it is. But, um, you know, trade for depth on the lines and both lines, I could see that. But as for difference makers, you know, maybe maybe a running back. But uh, it's a great question and, and, and good good thinking there. All right, um, well, let's go to Chris in Charlotte, North Carolina. Chris, what's up? Hey, man, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Glad I, glad I got through first-time caller. I, I right. thought I'm a avid Cowboys fan. I try to listen to all the shows as, as much as I can while I'm at work. Nice. Um, but I just want I just want to say, man, since this San Francisco uh, the San Francisco game, man, I've been I've been disappointed in a lot of Cowboys fans and a lot of um, you know, so called Cowboys fans, I'll say it like that, because it seems like once we once we took the L to San Francisco, everybody's, you know, jumping on this old oh, Dax bad, oh it's trying to make all these drastic changes. I'm like, look, it's only we're only week five in the season. Mike McCarthy is I think Mike McCarthy, he hasn't even touched his his open up his playbook yet. He's just trying to feel and see what's working and what's not. But I, I think toward the middle of the season, toward the end of the season, he's really going to open it up. Because there's it, no other reason to bring a player in like Brandon Cooks and not mm-hmm. utilize him. I, right. And I think for me personally, um, just watching the San Francisco game, I, I think Mike was really trying to feel them out. Because I, I think it's a lot of stuff that Cause we could attack them like we attacked the Jets, but he chose not to. So I think I think he's just trying to fill them out. So when when we see the San Francisco 49ers again, it's going to be a different game. But I I definitely believe this season is going to be a great season for the Cowboys. And um, you know, it, it just upsets me, man, when I when I see Cowboys fans jumping ship and they're like, "Oh man, that's horrible. What are we going to do? What are we going to?" I'm like, yeah. it's just it's just week five. Chill out. That's right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well. Um, I- Thanks for the call, Chris. I, I appreciate that. And you know, I'm if if he's got if he's going to open up the playbook. I mean, let's let's go. I mean, let's let's get it open. I mean, this is this is a good time for it. I mean, like I like I said before, I think this is a huge game. And you know, just like Kellen Moore wants to to score a lot of points, he's got something to prove. You don't think Mike McCarthy does too? Like like that's. That's the matchup. I mean, that, that's the matchup here of these of these play callers, and you know, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I, that's why I just think there's going to be a lot of points scored in in this game. Um, you know, watch it be ten seven going into the fourth quarter. But but no, I, I have a feeling that that there's going to be a lot of things uh, happening here. And and you're right, it's a long season. It's absolutely long season. Uh, but but I I think that that you know the Cowboys from their own confidence standpoint, they need to figure this out. They need to figure out their offense. You know, they they've scored nine touchdowns on offense this year, five games, nine touchdowns. You know, I mean the. Did Miami get ten in a game? I mean, I, I mean, I think they got to seventy. I don't know if it was all offense, but I'm just saying. And, and Miami's, it's hard to you can't compare with them right now. But but nine touchdowns in five and three in the first game, and then and then just six in the last four. So you see some of the you, know, you see the thirty point games, you see field goals, you see some of the other things, but they're they're not scoring a lot of touchdowns. You know, won a game a, a couple of times this year, and in these losses. So that's big, and they got to be able to figure that out. And I think if they do, uh, that that helps the defense, helps the special teams, helps a little bit of everyone. All right, uh, Ronnie in New Jersey is our next caller. Ronnie, what's up? Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad, thanks. Um, Nick, I got a couple of questions. So um, the coaching staff, right? They they supposedly do self scouting after every game or whatever time it is that they do. So what's taking this coaching staff so long? 
to do the self-scouting, to figure out that the scheme is just not matching up with the receivers. I mean, can we scheme the receivers open? And and the leaders on this team, who are they? Because uh, that beatdown we got with Arizona and with San Francisco, if there's true leaders on this team, that wouldn't happen. They didn't happen in the 90s. It's happening now. You don't so, think that they never got blown out in the 90s? Uh, they did. But you know what? They have players. That when that happened that next week and that follow that season, they showed up every single game from that point on. Whether they got blown out or whatever, guess what? They fought through it. They fought as a team. Well, this let's team, see. Let's see how they fight. I mean, let's let's see how they fight through it. I mean, that's that's what we've been talking about. Every time that they've been, you know, beaten, they they, they have come back. Um, so let's let's see how they how they fight and 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 the rest of this year. I mean, they 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 played the 49ers. Nobody's beating them right now. Um, they are on a different level, I think, than any team in the NFL, and everyone kind of can see that. They're number one in everybody's power rankings. They're they're up there. They're they're that team. But um, you know, the Cowboys ran into it, and they they got whipped in every way. Let's see how they respond. I mean, I we'll we'll find out who. I mean, they have leaders. They have guys. Um, you know, but. Who were the leaders in the nineties? Like in your Irvin, mind, Michael Irvin? Irvin. Yeah, who else? Eric Williams in the, in the offensive line. Eric Newton in the offensive line. Larry Allen became a leader. Troy Aikman was a very great leader. Um, we had leaders everywhere. Darren Woodson was one of the leaders on defense. Right. I mean, we had so many leaders, but they not only did they they didn't just talk, they played. I mean, they were dominant. Yeah, because you just named just not show up. You just named six Pro Bowlers. I mean, like you named like like. Leaders are leaders because they're really great players. I mean, find me a leader that that is just an average player. No, that doesn't D-Law. happen. Huh? D-Law is a leader, but doesn't show up in the game. I mean, yeah, he 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 whips on a lot of sacks. I mean, I see D-Law get to the quarterback. Yeah, he puts pressure on them, doesn't sack them. Yeah, D D-Law is probably one of your best defensive players. I mean, he is one of your best defensive players, probably one or two. He um, needs to show up. He, okay. He does. He does. They got beat forty-two to ten. He needs to show up. He needs to show up. You're right about that. He definitely needs to show up. They all do. They need to. They need to to show up. Micah Parsons needs to show up even more. Uh, he does. Um, you know, for the things that Micah does and Micah says, uh, and, and what his goals are, because that's the thing. You know, his aspirations are to be the very best defensive player in the league, best player in the league. And uh, he's got to he's got to do that. He's got to show up. I think I think Tank uh, does a lot more. He does of the dirty work than 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 people ever realize. Um, and and you know last year was a great example. He got he made it to the Pro Bowl for the third year. And he I can't remember how many. I think he had four or five sacks. Um, wasn't wasn't his best year in sacks. But I think teams understand what he does. He stops the run. He makes a lot of difference in in the game. So yeah. He's he's a leader. He you know he can step up. I think this team has good leadership. I I do. I mean everybody that you just said in the '90s, those were great football players. That's what they were. They were great players. Um, every time someone talks about leaders in football and sports, that they say Michael Irvin, Ray Lewis, Magic Johnson, great players, Hall of Fame players. Um, that's what the Cowboys need. Now I I do think I, that Tyron Smith. Zach Martin, I don't know how vocal they are all the time as far as like the great players that are also leaders as well. I think Dak is a really good leader. There's no doubt about that. Um, but but that's not what you guys care about. You guys don't care if Dak is a great leader. You want him to play better. 
So this whole thing about leadership sounds great. I mean, leaders, you want these guys to play better. And then if they're leaders, they'll be leaders. I, I, I think that's always kind of backwards a little bit to me. All right. Um, let's go to the phone. I mean, actually, let's go to the text line. We have a 210, uh, 210 area code. It says, hey, Nick, I think we can tweak our offense scheme. We'll be okay. We have the playmakers, in my opinion. And if you see how Shanahan schemes their players open, I think we can do the same. Your thoughts? Well, you, you're not going to have Shanahan's offense right now. Shanahan, that, that offense is like four or five, six years running now in the league. Uh, this isn't this isn't going to happen like that here with the Cowboys. They, I mean, yes, you can scheme players open, but the difference is is a lot of times with Dak, we've seen he takes what's there. That's why you see a lot of tight ends, you know, catching the ball a lot. Is that it's been designed with him to to trust the reads. And go through them, and and you know find. That's why you don't see a ton of guys catching a, a lot of passes. Now last year, CD had a big had a big year catches, but you know, and and they they did make an effort at times. But I think they're going to have to make a, a philosophical change in the offense to say we're going here with the ball, we're going here, scheme them open, and we're going here as opposed to. You know, we'll see what's there, and then we'll take we'll take what's there. So, you know, that's that's always the the rub with these with these receivers in this offense. You want to have an offense where you have five or six weapons. Hey, can't cover everyone. Pick your poison. Boom, boom, boom. We'll throw it. Or do you have one that you're like, I'm throwing it to this guy all the time. You know, some of it's on on CD as well. Some of it's on on Gallup, Cooks. They got to get open too. Get open. I mean, it's not just on Dak. It is some on Dak. There's no doubt. He he has to throw it better. He has to trust his arm. He has to you know trust what he's seeing, and put it in there. And but at the same time, I think I think the receivers need to do their job as well. And 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 they can break some tackles every now and again. This offense is designed for these guys to catch it short and make plays. I don't know if the receivers are the best for that. I don't know if they if they're breaking a lot of tackles, but they need to because that's where the ball is coming out. All right, let's go to a caller from Richmond, Virginia. Earl in Richmond, Virginia. Earl, what's up? Good, good morning, Nick. This is uh, my second time calling. I love your show, man. Thanks, Earl. Um, yes, indeed. I want to piggyback on what uh, a caller Chris was saying about Cowboys fans yeah. going crazy. And uh, only the fifth week, going into the sixth week, um, they will show up and show out on Monday night. This is only like this, what, the second time since 2021 that the five on the offensive line have been together, and they're going to do the job, get that running game going, and the defense will show up. And uh, another thing that the Cowboy fans are looking at, uh, San Diego was not the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> yeah. By a long they're shot. Not even, long they're shot. not even San Diego, to be honest with you. But uh, I do it too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I do it too. I do it too. And it's it's shocking to me because I never really cared about them that much to even like call them, you know, like, like, like Washington. Like I don't call them that the other team. I mean, I call them Washington now, you know, I, I catch myself and that's a team we've for years, but for some reason I just can't break, shake it with the, with the chargers. But yeah. But that's my, that's my, my call. Okay. I would love to see it, and I think I think we all do. We we want to see how how this game goes, um, and I, I think this is a great test for them. I mean this this is 
this is probably a bigger measuring stick game for where this season is um, than than the 49ers. The 49ers, like I said, I mean, we didn't really know they were on a different level than than they are in, in that game. And we'll we'll see. They they're going to have other games that they're going to play throughout the year, um, and and you know we'll see how they continue to go. I mean, that, that game mattered to them. I mean, it was emotional for them. They're wearing t-shirts and all that good stuff. And good for them. They took it to the Cowboys. We thought the Cowboys were ready for it. 49ers were not only a better team, um, or you know they are a better team, but they also they they played with emotion and they, and they played the right way with it. You know they they channeled that to to the point where they went and, and won the game. Same same thing this week though. I mean the the Chargers they their offense they they definitely want to go score points. They've had two weeks to, to do it, two weeks to sit there and watch this team and, and get guys healthy. So they'll be ready to go. Um, you know their their stadium will be uh, half full of fans for them um, and half for the Cowboys. You know this is this will be like a bowl game at, at SoFi, um, and it was a couple years ago as, as well. Um, so that's that's one thing I think the Cowboys will have going for them. It'll be it'll, it'll be a very very fun atmosphere. Um, and I again I think there's going to be a lot of points. Um, all right, let's go to one more caller before we go to break um, in in L. A. This is Toulouse. How do I say that? Yeah, that's it. Chalut. It's actually spelled C I A L U Z Z. It's Italian. Ah, nice. Hey, uh, hey, Nick. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did. Speaking of that game, I went to that game. That uh, that was actually the first fan game, um, and in SoFi when we uh, beat the Chargers, and it was Micah's first game at Edge, if you remember. Oh yeah, yeah. That that game yeah. had a lot of firsts too. That that game was very very memorable in a lot of ways. It was. It was. Both Zeke and uh, and Pollard scored TDs. It was. It was great, man. Yep. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took my daughter, so it was her first football game, which nice. is cool. Nice. She's a soccer player. But uh, and I, I also remember a great pass Herbert made, and that's what I really was wanted you to talk a little bit about is her his arm and how we're going to defend that. I remember he was at the opposite hash. Yeah. He made a pass to Keenan Allen right. It was about thirty yards right on the money. And if you remember. Uh, um, uh, what the heck, uh, dude that just got hurt. Trayvon Diggs, yeah, jumped in the air, almost got it, but yeah. he didn't quite get it. But yeah, but anyway, yeah, I was hoping you might talk a little bit about how we're going to defend that arm because yeah. you know, besides Kellen Moore and Mike, you know, having the having their little clash, I really think that uh, his arm is going to be really tough for our D. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that play you're talking about. Threw it from one sideline to the other, right on the cou- right on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, literally on the sideline, toe tap in. It was amazing. It was yeah. an amazing pass, and that's you know that's what I'm more worried about than anything is is that arm, that big arm he has, a six six, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pretty yeah. boy that got that gun. <laughs> but yeah, maybe maybe you talk a little okay. bit more about that. That'd be really great. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thanks, All Nick. Right. Thank you. Uh, yep, I do remember that. I also remember him throwing an interception to Diggs, who made a diving interception in that game. You're not going to have, obviously, you're not going to have that. But uh, yeah, they 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 were able. To... That game was kind of weird because in the first half, it was like both teams kind of went up and down the field, and then the second half. It, it slowed, and um, and and then both defenses kind of stepped up. I remember uh, the Cowboys got a pick in the end zone. Might have been KZ actually that had a pick there. I mean, it's starting to kind of come back to me. But yeah, that was the first game we really saw Parsons rush, and it was like, okay, this is this is something. Like he can do this. It was also the first game that Terrence Steele played. At right tackle, he might have played some his rookie year, but Lyle got got uh, suspended. 
They put him in. Oh my God, what's Terrence Steele going to do against Bosa? And he he kicked his ass in that game. I mean, he really did. He played really well. That was the game that kind of opened the door for Terrence Steele to be a guy, you know, to play. And he needs to kind of step his game up. And, and I, I get it. He's coming back from ACL injury. Not the same when you're coming back from an injury like that. It's been less than a year. He's now playing on it. Um, but but he you know he hasn't really played his best yet either, and that's to be expected. But they they could certainly use him when they're going up against those. Do uh, uh, pass rushers that they have for the Chargers, but you're talking about Herbert. He's got the arm. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he he's going to be he's going to be a challenge, uh, and this is going to be a this going to be another big test for this secondary for the corners. Um, you know, also the the linebackers as well. That's one thing. Mismatches could be a problem here. We saw Leighton Vanderish running all over the place, uh, chasing. You know, the 49ers did a great job of getting mismatches with the linebackers. And that's why you'll probably see a lot more of these safeties playing. But also, you know, can they run the ball the same? I don't think the Chargers are going to be as physical as the 49ers. I don't think anybody's as physical as the 49ers. But that's going to be a key is, is also the mismatches that happen in the game. All right, let's take a break here on Cowboys Storyline. We'll be right back. we got more calls and texts to get here in the final few minutes of this Friday the 13th episode of Storyline. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys Storylines. All right, back here for the last few minutes of Cowboys Storyline. Got some open phone lines, though. 888 855 2297. Got two lines that are open if you want to jump on that real quick and give some uh, thoughts, predictions, maybe, of this game. Um, we'll do our predictions on Monday. We have gut feeling. Uh, I can tell you right now, though, I think the Cowboys are going to score a lot of points. Uh, and I, I think that they, uh, I, I do think that they're going to win the game. I think they have to win. And, um, 
I think I think that kind of pressure will be good for this team uh, in this particular game. Um, I, they're the Chargers. I'm sorry. I mean, I, they're just they're still the Chargers to me. I don't care where they whether San Diego or L.A. or whatever. They're just they're the Chargers. And so, the, yes, they, they have beaten the Cowboys and they have been good and all this kind of stuff. But they're the Chargers. All right. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, one of the questions uh, from where I lost it here. Oh, yeah. Kevin in Ashland, Virginia. He says, hey, hey, Nick. Great show. Thank you. Question. What? Is Turpin's status, will he be good to go? If not, who is taking the role of returning the Rock? He's predicting Cowboys win 31-24. I talked to Turpin yesterday in the locker room. He said today's a big day for him. This is, remember, like a Thursday for them. It's Friday, but it's a Thursday practice schedule. Uh, and he said he's going to try to give it a go. He's going to, or at least, you know, do some things, get some running, cutting, all that. He also said... This is my house. Like this is so far. And don't forget, you know, the he had the punt return and the kickoff return for a touchdown. He's still the only guy I've ever known that's made the Pro Bowl because of a preseason game. But I firmly believe he made the Pro Bowl because of that game. Uh, but just put it out there and said, "This is who I am." And I think he got some other nice returns during the season. I think they also kicked away from him at times. But I think because of that game, um, you know, he had he had the NFL changing the NFL's like Instagram page changed their page to do not kick to Cavante Turpin. They, that was there on their 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 screen for uh, Instagram on their homepage. So, you know, I, I I just think that Turpin it's a big it's a big game for him if he can come back. Um, return return wise, you'd see a Deuce a Vaughn uh, Rico Daddle did some kick return. Deuce probably punt return. That's I, the way I think they would do it, but let's see if he can play in this game. But that bye week that lingers, it, you usually te- the Cowboys. I know that the Cowboys use it. They use that bye week to say, yeah, you could come back, but you take this off and the bye week. It's a long season. I, I have a feeling that's the way it's going to go, but we'll we'll see how it goes. All right, um, let's go to another caller. About the same caller? Is that what we have? Chalus again in L.A. Nope, I'm missing it. He already called earlier. Okay. Uh, how about text lines? Sebastian in Savannah, Georgia. Sebastian, if you're not going to scheme around CD going forward, don't bother paying him. I refuse to believe they can scheme Puka uh, Nakua open so often, but we can't get CD going. Well, I mean, that's, again, different offenses. I mean, McVay's been there for for a while too. They scheme Cooper Cup open. They scheme this guy open. That's what that's what they do. Let's like, I get it. it a lot of people want to compare to other teams that that are they're better at what they do than than what the Cowboys. The Cowboys aren't that. They're not. So that maybe goes to another question. But but they are not at, at that point. They got to figure this out. They, they they've got to figure out how to get these guys open. And there's no doubt you got to you got to scheme it. But that again, it's a it's a the philosophical change has to be made here. You can't just tell Dak. That go through the reads, go through this and this, because that's not always the read. The read's the tight end, the read's the check down, the read's this guy over the middle or this. But if the read has to be CD, then that's what it's got to be. And that's what they have to work on. And that's why maybe the bye week, you would think they could get some things corrected from what it sounds like. I don't know if they're going to go that way. Um, and I think they're going to take more time off. Uh, maybe have a couple, pra- or maybe one practice, but I think this is going to be more of a of a of an off week for them. Uh, maybe to get everybody healthy, clear the mind, and all that stuff. But man, it would be so much better for them to get a win and, and to go into that doing that. All right, um, Craig in El Paso is that our next call? Did I hear that, Craig in El Paso? Yes, 
Hey, Craig. Hi, Nick, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I want to see if you agree with this observation. I know you uh, watch college football as well, but I'm seeing Dak uh, throwing like five and ten yard passes all the time, and it's like a college quarterback that maybe is a running quarterback but can't throw, and they're afraid to have him throw deep downfield. And then I see the same thing with Zach Wilson earlier in the year and Mac Jones, that they don't really have confidence in him to, to let it loose, to cut it loose. And I'm kind of losing confidence in Dak myself. But do you see that in their play calling and – and then just his results are, are, are spotty as well yeah. that he really can't throw. And I was just wondering about your observations. Well, thanks for the call. Um, I mean, he can throw. I mean, that, that can, can definitely throw. I, I think that this, was, this whole offseason was, hey, let's go through all the interceptions. Let's go through this. Let's try to, to figure out things that we can do to make this thing different for him. And that's part of this. I mean, that's, that's – you know, he was throwing interceptions. A lot of it was over the middle of the field. Some of it was throwing it to guys, and, and you know, and they weren't catching the ball, and it was going up in the air. That wasn't every play. There were some that were just bad throws, bad reads. So this is a process of that, of like, okay, this this year we're going to get better with that. And now it's like, okay, but you got to take something away, and what you're taking away is the aggressive throws as well. So you can't have it both ways. You can't have him being checked down Charlie all the time, just throwing it here, and then like, well, why is he not aggressive? Well, that's not working. These these guys that are throwing the ball to are not making the plays as well. So you have a couple things going on. You don't have the playmakers you thought you had that are just going to catch the ball two yards, go make 10, 15. You don't have that. You also don't have a quarterback that's going to make the throw that Brock Purdy makes. He doesn't make that throw. He doesn't. He doesn't make it. They don't try it as much. He can. I'm not saying he can't throw it over the middle, but what I'm saying is they don't do that with him a lot to throw the ball in middle of zones where you got a receiver, you know, going on on this level underneath the safety over the linebacker. They don't have. That's not his game. That's never been his game. We we know this going in. So they are somewhat limited there. I just don't think that. And 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 let's don't let's don't take the tight ends out of this too. You know, I think we had a question about Schultz earlier. Um, you know, did did they do they miss Schultz? Um, I think it's Scott from uh, Central to Southern New Jersey. Uh, he's talking about do they miss Schultz as a chain mover? I think so. I think they do. I think I mean he's he's tried to throw the ball to the tight ends. I mean, Schoonmaker's got to show he can make a catch here. He's got to make plays. I mean, the ball's coming in. He's got yeah, he's a big strong guy but he's got to show that he can catch the football as well and, and be somebody to to rely on same with Ferguson now Hendershot's on IR uh they're gonna have Sean McEwen coming in uh Hendershot didn't really do a lot you know for them so far this year either so the tight ends have got to help uh, especially with the way Dak likes to throw they, they need these guys so yeah you can say they miss Schultz because uh, Schultz made some plays for them and we haven't seen the tight end really do that all right uh Rick and Austin next caller Rick Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call, E. No problem. Um, not bashing on my Cowboys. They're my Cowboys, but I have a question. You think Dak can see the whole field? Because I listen to the, the Brad show and the Bates show. Yeah. I just mute the TV, and, and they be calling the plays, too. And uh, he'd be like, man, if he would have got the ball a little bit sooner, center uh, shall be running. Oh, he missed CD. CD was wide open on this one. Yep. Gallup was wide open on that one too. He missed on that one. So I'm like, what is like? But then, so uh, I guess it's just a question. Well, what do you think? And uh, thanks, thanks for the show. I love the show. E. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, R. <laughs> like I don't really know what that is. Uh, thanks, uh, Rick, for the call. Um, 
Yeah, about seeing the whole field. I mean, here's here's the th- here's one thing about that. I, he he's got a that that's not his that's not the best part of his game. It, it, it's not. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that that it is. I mean, um, quarterbacks they do they miss receivers. It happens. Now, what I what I would say this though before you look at the 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 just look at the film, make sure you you're looking at at a you know the all 22 end zone, you know, uh, cam, because it's a lot easier to just from be way up high and look at this guy and go there, there he was when you're not seeing the defensive tackle right here. So it's like, God, Dak missed this guy. Yeah. How how could he have missed them? I can't believe he missed the guy. Well, that's because he's got two guys in his face. So make sure you can see what he sees. Now, if he just didn't, and it happens, he misses the guy, he misses it. And that's sometimes these predetermined plays. Um, that, and that's that's what that's why it's this so it's so 50 50. It's yes, you want them to have, you know, scheme it up for this. And you also want them to go through the, the, the reads, but sometimes the reads aren't there. You know, it's the ball's got to get out quick. So the ball, boom, it's getting out quick. It's going right here. Well, this guy was open. Well, you know, one of the reasons. It was open. It was because that's the way the kind of the, the defense were playing. But you can't say get the ball out quick and then you're missing guys. So I again I'm not I'm not trying to give Dak a pass. I think we gotta be fair though in how you evaluate things with him. Uh, not everyone's not doing their job. The offensive line hasn't been as clean as you want them to be. The tight ends are not as good as, as they've been in the past. Receivers gotta get open and the running game is not helping at all. So yes, he's the quarterback. He gets the credit. I don't think he gets as much credit when they win as the blame that he gets when they lose. I, I definitely don't think it's it's 50-50 on that. I really don't. So um, I let's let's see how Dak bounces back. Okay, it's, got, it's not a bad quarterback. I'm, I'm I'm getting tired of kind of seeing this kind of stuff. He, he's not he's not a bad quarterback. And you know what? He is your quarterback. He's your quarterback right now. So all this stuff about don't pay him, don't do this, we can't do this. Those are conversations for another day. They're not for right now. For right now, he is your quarterback. I'm not going to go in the whole T.O. speech, but I'm just telling you, this is your guy. This is your guy. He has been a good quarterback for you. Is he Is he Pat Mahomes? No. Who is? Pat Mahomes is the only one in the league. There's other guys that are better, but they need to play better as well. They're not winning all the time, too. So this is your quarterback. They have to figure out how to make him. He's won games for them. He can still win games for them before. I mean, in the future. All right. Josh in San Francisco. Josh, you're up. Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Nick. How's Great it been? Show. How's it been over there? As a, I assume you're a Cowboy fan. How's it been in San Francisco this week? Been fun? Well, born and raised in California. Uh, lived out there in the DFW for about two and a half years before I moved back to San Francisco. Uh, it's been rough. Mm-hmm. Been real rough, you would, know, walking the streets so. and I would you know, think it's so. nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I had a question. Yeah, um, well, two things actually is, you know, every time the the Niner week comes up is when we're usually always talking about being physical, playing physical, etc. Mm-hmm. But one thing that the Niners do um, every day, every week is they they play physical. It's not something that they just turn on one week and turn off the next. It's just consistent for them so it's something that this team needs to i think uh start doing a little bit more every week and uh not just the niner week uh but the question i got for you is uh i believe it was yesterday you had a caller call in and he was talking about the offense and the the overhaul and Kellen moore's offense to to what we're doing now Mm -hmm. 
And uh, my question is, is I thought at the beginning of the uh, of this year was we were not going to completely overhaul that offense. We were just going to kind of add to it and not completely go away from it. So I'm just kind of curious on did I miss some or what's going on with that? That's all. Okay. Go Cowboys. And uh, thanks for taking my call. All right. Um, you, you know, I, I think when you're talking about changing the offense and overhaul and, and all that stuff, I mean, one of the things I remember Brian Schottenheimer said when he he got here as the offensive coordinator, and and you know he's not the play caller, but he still helps structure the offense and the game plans and things like that. And you know he he talked about that you know this thing is not broken. I mean the, the, this is this doesn't need an overhaul. Um, so you know with and with Dak and I mean most of the personnel is the same. I mean there are some changes here and there's some some different tweaks here and there. But but you know this. They didn't want to overhaul everything. I mean, because this offense has been successful. You want to take some things that they've done and make it better. And and, and, and so far, we haven't really seen that yet. It's relatively early in the season, but still long enough to know that, you know, this team's got some issues. They definitely have red zone issues. And, you know, they didn't have a red zone issue the other night because they didn't get in there. Not once did they get in the red zone. That's a problem. You can't get inside the 20 because that's what they've done all year long is they've gotten in there and then they, they've struggled um, to score touchdowns. But like I said, only nine touchdowns on offense in five games is not good enough. It's not going to cut it. And 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 so I to answer the question, yes, they, they, they wanted to make some, some big changes, but from a personnel standpoint, you, you can't just do that. I mean, with the way contracts are and things like that. I mean, you for the most part, this is what you have, and and uh, and it's been good enough. Um, but the tweaks so far don't seem to be that they've they've worked. Um, all right, that and, and then also about the physical uh, nature. You know, one of the things this is not a good stat at all. I mean, I saw this this week. The the teams that have played the 49ers are one in twenty three. The last 24 times that uh, that they've somebody has faced the 49ers, the team the next week is one in 23. That's that's not good. The Steelers did it this year, but before that, everybody that played the 49ers they lost the next week. Um, so that's not really a good stat. I want to end the week on or end the show on, but that's that's the way it is. That's what the question was about being physical. The 49ers are physical on a different level. Uh, I believe in 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 you know things being you know uh, ironic or coincidental but not 24 times i mean that's there's something to that so the cowboys are gonna hey but it happened already this year pittsburgh did it they lost early in the season came back and won the cowboys got to prove that they can do that as well all right good show appreciate you guys calling good week of, of calls you guys fought through it i know this is a, it's a tough one this game like i said can't get here soon enough you don't want a monday night game after a game like this, but maybe from what I just said, from a physical standpoint, the Cowboys need to be able to, to turn it around, get some of these guys healthy again, and you know get get their minds right, get ready to go at SoFi Stadium. It's going to be a good one. It's definitely going to be a good one with the Chargers and the Cowboys. Kellen Moore calling plays, Mike McCarthy calling plays. Let's see if the Cowboys can have a. a, a finally go to the west coast and get a win here uh they've done it in arizona didn't work out so much uh obviously didn't work out at san francisco but let's see if they can turn it around here in uh los angeles on monday night all right for chris beam i'm nick eatman we will see you on tuesday at cowboys storyline this has been a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club how about this cowboys yeah!